When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode. And last week, we promised that I would introduce the panel today with roller derby names. We were talking about roller derby last week. So they're kind of like uh, pun names, usually based around the person's name and some kind of like hard kind of violent thing, but not always sort of related to that anyway. So I've, I've, I've had a think and I've come up with a few. Now, welcome back to Jack. I don't know Thank if you, you remember that, uh, that, that film, New Jack City. Um, obviously, because you live in Norfolk, you'd be New Jack Village. I don't remember the film. All oh, right. Okay. Well, New Jack uh, City, man, was classic. Was Ice T? Who was it? No, who was in that? Wesley Snipes. That's what it? rapper is in that. He's not a rapper. <laughs> 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 he was at the uh, halftime show, wasn't he? No, he, no, no. no oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you can tell I've had a wine tonight, boys. I'm on holiday. Uh, yeah, Sparky's not getting up really, really early like he normally does. Although he never mentions it, so you wouldn't know that that's what normally happens. So you happens. wouldn't know any difference. <laughs> City man, I've got to watch that. And he's got a two-year-old, so he will be getting up really early tomorrow anyway, probably. Yeah. No, I, no I, I was up early this morning. I get laid tomorrow. So, you've heard from Sparky. Um, Sparky, your roller derby name would be Sparky You Out. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. I love it. Because that, that's the, the sort of threatening demeanour that Sparky has. I think. <laughs> um, it's, of course, it's, I was Sparky You Out. It's it's that whole uh, dynamite and small packages thing he's got about him, you know. It's just exactly. Yeah. exactly. You, you guys, you guys think I'm the one that blows up, but rea- in reality, I reckon Sparky's the dangerous one here. Hey. Yeah, yeah, but you just can't hit his trigger point, no for it. Or you can't tell because he's coming from such a small place. That oh. the explosions, you know. I mean, it is it's 15 times as big as him, but that's still about half the size oh, no, of a normal. It sounds like you're about to find out, mate. It sounds like you're about to find out. Don't make me sparky you out, bro. He, he has the explosion force of an atom bomb for ants. Okay. Brad, you're next, man. An, ant- an atom bomb. Oh, an atom nice. Bomb. nice. Lovely. Um, you just heard from Brad. Brad would be Brad to the bone. Yo, yes, okay, I love it. Yes, dude, solid. <laughs> and solid. Uh, I think I'd be Jim Jong Un. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, we need to start a rolling army team. We definitely, yeah. with names like that, Jim, you've nailed it this week, man. I think, you know, that's it. That's the first level. That's what you need to do. You need the name, then probably a bit of skating ability after that, maybe. <laughs> Learn the rules after that, and then you're ready to go. That's how you do it. I, I was listening to last week's podcast and heard all the roller talk and wanted to jump in, you know, with my with my take on everything, but yeah. I was in the shower, so it, it was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I actually I went sorry, roller skating. Sorry, sorry, sorry Jack, you're, you're, when you were listening to it, I bet you went... Yeah, right. I, I really like uh, roller skating, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad impression, is it? It's not bad. It's not, it's not a good impression, is it? <laughs> it's, not, it's not the best. <laughs> I mean, compared to the standard of usual impressions on this yeah, show, enough, it's, it's up there, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I would say it made me miss you, Jack. So, like, yeah. in terms of... Oh, well, okay. He nailed Maybe it. Maybe it was so all right, then. Maybe it was all right. <laughs> My wife once told me I talked like Josh Widdicombe. Oh wow! Okay, no, and I've I can't hear that listening to the podcast. 
I certainly haven't got any of those Josh Widdicombe listeners yet, so uh, <laughs> maybe I should start tagging him on the on the podcast. Yeah. And people think that it's him, and that, oh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, It'd be yeah, amazing yeah. if we could do that. We could we could do with that. We could um, master so, that. We could make that work, boys. Sorry. So, so anyway, what's sorry, your roller uh, experience? Oh, yeah, I, I went to a six-year-old's birthday party with the kids, and it was a roller disco. And I went and I got some skates thinking I'll teach the kids how to skate. And there's the four of us, me, Danny, and the two boys, like four Bambies holding onto the rail around the outside <laughs> as we did one lap. And then the kids went, can we go in the soft play? Yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the best way to do it because there's no broken bones that way. I mean, these, yeah. there's diseases, obviously, <laughs> that lurk in the middle of soft play in that ball pit. You know, that's... That's worse than COVID, but <laughs> but at least there's no broken bones. So that's something to take from that experience. Uh, coming up on the show, we're going to look inside the news, find out how it affects parents. We'll have the big questions of the week from Dadsnet members online. But first of all, let's start off by playing a game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. So we like to play a game to start the show, and this week it is Worst Place 2. So I'm going to put some suggestions to the panel of the worst place to do something, and they're going to tell me what the answer is. So I'm going to say, for instance, here we go, worst place to change a nappy. Where would that be? Brad, where do you think? Um... <laughs> I would say anywhere... In okay, I'll give you my experience. Uh, a McDonald's in a busy street in Barcelona, um, and it was stupidly overcrowded, and it was in a men's bathroom. Obviously, no facilities. You know what it's like for us dads. There's no bloody facilities properly yet. I mean, a lot of places have kind of started catching up, but still not enough. And I had to put Logan, so I had to take him into a, a stinky cubicle. I had to drop the, the, the toilet lid, wipe it down as much as I could, put a ton of toilet paper on it, all right? And then try and lie him down on this. But obviously his body's twice as long as the bloody toilet seat <laughs> room. Oh, and you're just terrified that he's going to touch anything. You're like, don't Egg touch yeah. anything, I'm, man. Like, I'm oh. just worried about him just overbalancing and just flinging himself <laughs> over you know and um he was obviously uncomfortable and he was screaming and like i could hear like these guys like chattering like outside so they must have thought i was doing something to, to the kid and it was the most horrible uncomfortable experience of my life so bathroom cubicles is the worst place to change a baby's nappy not specifically just in McDonald's in Barcelona. Not, not specifically <laughs> no. McDonald's. Um, From experience, yes. definitely there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, anyway, there's kind of like small and enclosed. Have you ever tried changing a baby in an aeroplane oh, toilet? God awful. Even though they have the little flip down thing, you yeah. can still use it. But you still there's so little room in there anyway. And you're trying to get them all changed and sorted out. And they're wriggling and making noise. And you're already a bit concerned that they're making noise and annoying all the other people. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're taking up precious toilets space people need that <laughs> you know the second the plane's taken off it's like oh a toilet i must use it and if you're trying to change it <laughs> yeah. in there oh man yeah but they'll, they'll complain more if you do it in the middle of the aisle so yeah oh. yeah. yeah up yeah, to yeah. them, up to them really yeah, yeah very true that's what you should do you should come out make eye contact with as many people as possible going <laughs> do you want me to do that do you want the alternative <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh man, I would say the worst place to uh, try and change an nappy is anywhere windy, like on a you know on a windy day. You know when you've got to do an emergency change or something. Or in case you're down wind of it. Uh, no, no, that of course, mate. Depending on what's on the menu when you go down, when you go to open the nappy. But I mean, uh, oh, I was sorry, I was down wind of a rhino the other day we went to a zoo and I was miles away from this rhino and we watched it do this massive poo but we were stood downwind and literally four seconds later we were like oh, oh, move took a away of that. yeah anyway and sorry it, it knew exactly what it was doing as well I bet it made eye contact all the way th all the way through just also, like a toddler 
I'm glad you pointed out that it was in a zoo because for a minute there we thought, you know, in the middle of Great Yarmouth High Street in the UK. Yeah. Face to face with a rhino. Where do things have happened? In Great Yarmouth High Street. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. Is it windy? Pocket. No, no, I was only thinking that because today that's actually whilst, you know, we had that moment where I thought he'd, uh, he'd I thought he'd uh, pooed and we had to, uh, we were out on a walk and it was so windy and he hates the wind in his face anyway. You know, when he's in the buggy and the wind hits him or when even when he was walking along today, he just stopped because every time it blew and I just thought, so you got the stress of him kicking off, I would imagine, like nappies blowing everywhere. Yeah, I just, no. The other thing you've got, Sparky, is that we're about to come into like a, a national storm, like you know, a named storm. <laughs> and if you try and change a nappy in that, there is no yeah. guaranteeing that either the poo or the baby will stay where you put them down. <laughs> so true. We can go, going to so visit my I'm parents. Just, just going to get some wipes cool. out of the back. Oh, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but also, you put you put down the only free nappy that you've got as well. The only oh, spare nappy. <laughs> oh no. Man. Speaking of um, speaking of wind, guys, don't you think it's amazing how as a parent you are able to distinguish between when your kid farts and it's just a fart <laughs> or when they fart and you know they need to have a poo yeah you're always like, oh, that's and like, of, like within the hour yeah he's going to have pooed yeah like uh, like you, you just you, you there's a sort of I call it like, the a, like o- a sommelier I call, I call it the I call it the I call it the uh, yeah, the odor de, the odor toilet you know because oh, uh, nice. okay. because um Honestly, like you could sit there and go, nah, that's that's okay. But then some of those come out, you go, dude, I think you need to go to the toilet. And they'll be like, no, no, no. And then like three minutes later, like, oh, I need to go to the toilet. And you're like, yeah, I told you it was coming. Uh, My son does that all the time. He's just, I've, got, I've got a stomach ache. You're like, I think you need to go for a poo, mate. And he's like, no, I don't. I don't need to go for a poo. And then we wait about 10 seconds and just go, yeah, actually, I might just go and try again. <laughs> of course, Jim, it's got to be their decision. I remember yeah. like, I'm definitely getting to that stage of Jackson where it's like, don't you tell me what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell Jake, you. I'm the top player. Jake holds his bum. <laughs> you know, really? Like to keep it in. <laughs> and you go, mate, oh, no. do you want to go for a poo? No. No. And then he'll run out of the playroom two minutes later. Yeah. I'm just going for a poo. <laughs> you do hear about those kids... There's kids that manage to hold it in for days on end, don't you? And like, yeah. oh, That's good training for when they go to Glastonbury for the first time. I held, <laughs> I held one in for three days when I went to Glastonbury, guys. Ooh, no way. And I'm not approved. Oh, dude, on a hangover, I'm like four a day. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, the hangover's not complete until, until poo number four. So. The, the drop off's no I intimidation for you, mate. I, I couldn't do it at a festival. I feel terrible. <laughs> okay. uh, the worst place. I've, I've, I honestly, I genuinely had the worst place to be busting for the toilet written down here. But I think we've just <laughs> covered that. So that's done fine. That accidentally, Jim. <laughs> the worst place to have a toddler meltdown. Where's that, um, Jack? Where do you think? Oh, I mean, planes are pretty good. One, yeah, isn't it? I was going to say you pre-mentioned planes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, we've had. Um, we've only done one flight with with the kids and Harry was breastfeeding still so he didn't he was sucking on a sweet so he didn't have any of the <laughs> you know the, the uh, popping ears <laughs> hey that's a good point for next time you're on a plane you get the ear popping that's it you haven't got any foxes mints in your pocket <laughs> is this a life hack <laughs> babe they hurt <laughs> you loved me um, but Jake, Jake was really, really bad the entire flight. I and mean, it was only to Lanzarote. But I was like, he just wouldn't go to sleep. I was, how old was he? Two? So about Jackson's age. And yeah. I was like holding him in the aisle. I was rocking him around. I was singing to him. I was doing everything I could to keep him quiet. And he just, he just wasn't. And then on the way, the flight back, our kids were fine. They were asleep the whole time. And there was another kid. Um crying and I thought maybe I can help and I said to them I've got a, I've got a spare dummy in the bag if you want it thinking that was helpful and then the look on their faces made me realise that actually that was really weird to offer my child's dummy <laughs> to their child <laughs> and also it sounded a bit like can you shut that kid the f*** up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very thin line though isn't it because 
as a as a fellow parent, when someone else is in that situation, you do you want to empathise as much as possible, yeah. but you don't want to come across as if I've honestly I've really noticed your kids making a lot of noise, and it's not cool, mate. Not cool. Isn't the uh, isn't the line? I've got one of those annoying things too. Uh, isn't that to make them feel better? It's like, I know. Don't worry. I know what you're going through. But I totally get what you're saying, Jim. You you feel this sort of like parent responsibility to empathise with them and kind of go. Don't stress. I know this is doing mm. your head in. Like, it's okay, but I'm glad it's you, yeah, not me. I'm so glad <laughs> it's you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh yeah, meltdowns on a plane would definitely be worse. Um, have you ever? Have any of you guys ever like felt the need to apologise to a whole restaurant on the behalf of? Because <laughs> I've done that. No. Like, oh, that's we, on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just, I just because he was like kicking off as we were leaving, and I just sort of like went, "It's okay, we're going now. You can all." <laughs> Get back to enjoying your lunches. But he just, yeah, he was just, he just at that stage where kids love screaming. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it echoed in the room. And so he was like, ah, oh, this is great. <laughs> and all it was doing was turning my anxiety up to full. Man, that same, that same Lanzarote holiday, we were all inclusive and we'd gone like the week after the schools went back because it was so much cheaper. But it meant the only other people in the hotel were really old. Yeah. Like they were all retired, so we'd go into the restaurant for these meals, and our kids are screaming. We're shat, like <laughs> you, you know what it's like. You're trying not to shout, but you're like, oh, just eat your sodding carrots. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for three sausages, so there's three f-ing sausages. <laughs> um, so all that was going on, and you just had, you know, either side of you. It was either retired people who didn't have any kids in their life and didn't want kids in their life giving you the biggest evils or it was people who have grandparents or kids and are offering advice and just watching you as a table being like oh oh look at him oh he's upset isn't he oh and I'm like yeah, yeah he is yeah. can you go back to can you go back to eating all you can span a cup of two please stop uh-huh. stop looking stop looking pretend you've not heard yeah. like unsolicited advice no uh, d- 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 go on. speaking of which like the way in which you you were saying like how you had to try and reprimand them at the table don't you think <laughs> one of the the unwritten skills that you develop as well so besides amazing sense of smell right that's disgust you become one of the greatest ventriloquists ever like because you can say something about moving your mouth you can say so much shit without physically moving your lips (laughs) but also in an aggressive way to throw your voice for the kids to feel <laughs> that anguish that you are experiencing. Brad, could you give us an example? Shut the f*** up! I will <laughs> end you right now if you don't listen to me. Yes. Okay? Anyway, Your Honour. Do you know what, though? You know what, though? Because uh, SJ's a teacher, she, so she has all of these like slogans which school read back to her, which she would use if I was doing that in that situation, Brad. She'd go... Well, actually, it's how the parents react to the child's problem is what's really escalating everybody's judgment around them. And I'll be like, <laughs> so, so, so like, I don't know, you need that on top of Shut the kids. Shut your yeah. quotes. <laughs> then can you come with the ventriloquist back to the other half without getting killed? I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing worse than being told something that you understand to be absolutely true and you completely see <laughs> exactly. and agree with in that situation <laughs> that, that right there tell me this in 24 hours time yeah, like, why is that helping over. now what help is that doing <laughs> taking my heart rate up there like I, Danny's got that that line just down to like a look you know the kids yeah. were kids were winding me right up the other day they were throwing things I'd ask them not to throw things I've been really calm really calm really calm they threw something. I picked up one of their toys and I threw it. And I went, stop throwing things! <laughs> and I just saw her out of the corner of my eye giving me that look like, oh. really? Is that how you're going to teach that lesson? <laughs> We're there now, are we, Jack? <laughs> We're at that point, are we? <laughs> Did you prove your point? Or? Oh. <laughs> oh, shut up! It's fun being a dad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 phrasing, the phrasing Shay often uses is... Um, are you helping the situation? Or are you making it worse? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I got to do one of these uh, on on my daughter earlier on, where you do that kind of smug thing. Because <laughs> the wife um, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, her brother had spilt some. They were having bean chili for the tea, and he'd spilt some um, some bean chili on her trousers. And so five minutes later, she was rubbing the, the stain onto his trousers, and I was like. Um, do you think that's that's correct? You were annoyed, weren't you, when when he did that to you? When he dropped it on you, you were really annoyed. So, so do we think that it's the right thing to do yeah, to do it very back to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an eye roll. Just an eye roll. That's all there was. Just kids just do exactly what we want to do in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Why know, should they when, be allowed to get away with it? When when Jake's winding Harry up, Harry turns around and slaps him. <laughs> and you know you have to say no we mustn't use violence but you go yeah fair enough <laughs> yeah I've worked in offices where that would be a brilliant response yeah, and yeah. it would get stuff sorted fair yeah. enough it was being a twat mate it's fine <laughs> <laughs> no need for a disciplinary we all knew it was coming so there we go this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet on the way we're going to look inside the news and there's a sort of story vaguely related to what we've been talking about kind of coming up very soon in that so keep listening This is Lou's Dads from Dadsnets. You can hear us um, wherever you get your podcasts from, wherever you like to get them. You can talk to us and interact to us uh, on Instagram, at Loose Dads Pod, or on Facebook, just search for Loose Dads Podcast and you can find us there. Let's have a look inside the news. Um... If you don't like smug parents, yeah, I might not want to listen to this story. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the comedian, Catherine Ryan. You may know her off the telly. Um, she has been going on Instagram on her stories, telling people how her son, Fred, is under eight months old, but he's already potty trained. So he reliably wheezes on the potty. They can count the amount of soiled nappies they've had in 2022 on one hand. And she did this with her older child as well, who's now 12 years old. And there's a kind of a strategy. And it's sort of vaguely related to what we were talking about earlier, where you, you basically look for the face. So you look for the face of, right, okay, you're going to do something. Quick, get on the potty and take the, uh, the, the nappy off. And they do that. And I, I heard an expert talking about it as well. He said you just every so often take the nappy off and sort of squat them over a potty and kind of the cold air will usually make them go for a wee or a poo or both and then they'll be okay for a little bit but yeah is less that, than eight months old nah. potty trained is that that um, el- elimination communication process yes, thing yes that is what it's called yes uh, never heard of elimination this. Oh, guys yeah. I'm all ears on this by the way because we are you know Jackson's what two and a bit now and we're thinking like it's coming up I mean, obviously he's behind because parents are doing their kids in eight months. <laughs> but, uh, you know. I wouldn't say eight months is the standard. Yeah. I would say that is very much the exception. Yeah, also, also Catherine Ryan posted something where someone said to her, oh, uh, I want to try this with my son. He's 15 months. And her response was, it's too late, lol. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, you've got to do this. By 15 months, apparently they know they know what they want. And so if you put them on a potty and go go on then do away they'll be like nah, nah yeah, she was saying right. something right. also, I'll, I'll also about pants. how they've they've kind of learned to do it in their pants yeah. so then you, when you potty train them then they have to unlearn it you have it to as break well. it yeah, oh, yeah. You see, which is just, fine though it's just another point it's just another point to just highlight the fact that like kids are like dogs <laughs> if you don't well, train if you don't train them early enough then you got to break them down and then retrain them up later on <laughs> see I wouldn't worry Sparky or wait though, for their future partner to do it yeah very well, true yeah, there you go. delegation is the key yeah, obviously yes. but Sparky I think most people wait a lot longer and you know okay brilliant it would be great in a way I guess if you didn't have to fork out for loads of nappies because you could potty train them that early yeah. but also actually as we were talking about earlier you know, public toilets are not nice places. Now, they're not great places to change nappies, but they're also not great places to have to keep going if your child is 
potty training and wants to go on the mm. toilet and you have to kind of place mm. them onto a disgusting oh. toilet yeah. and they, they want to put their hands down on the side yeah. you're like oh, oh no people have weed on there oh. it's all <laughs> so, is that all Jim because I always imagine words and you can, you can you can well, and, 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 well here's, here's the other thing though when, when you're doing that and they eventually do end up using the, the toilet the actual toilet don't forget to buy one of those smaller child seats that just go over the room or in between the room of the actual toilet seat, because otherwise, when they try and sit on a normal toilet room, they just fall through. Oh, <laughs> and then it's even worse than touching the inside of the bowl. See her! Yeah. See her. My, my kids, my kids won't this. use those. My kids won't oh, use really? those, the smaller seats. We bought the ones like from Aldi and stuff that you can get that actually has one built in. Yeah. Um, and the kids, I like, always like, I put it down for them, they push it back up. They don't well, want to, they well, want to hover. That's because they know that they 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 actually they got their eye on that to use that to go and bully kids at school later on, dude. They can use that <laughs> as a, as a weapon somehow to get someone's lunch. Remember, you, you, what your boys? They like to. Don't oh they like yeah, to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had me doubting there for a second. I was like, hold on, I'm sure Jack's boys are like the the Cray twins. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, the they're the Cray twins, but the cheeky Cray twins. They're not bullies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, remember. Jack is not allowed to talk about no, that anymore. No, after he was. They're lovely kids. Light. No, they are <laughs> lovely kids. He, after he got the look once he did it, <laughs> he talked about it, about them breaking oh. people's legs on the, uh, the podcast. That's it. <laughs> I'll cut you if you don't share your apple juice. <laughs> no, I got them both flat caps, so the Peaky Blinders now. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, like just having to go to a public toilet with an eight-month-old, that's really annoying. Yeah, that's Rather, they just weed in the nappy and you didn't have to yeah. bother. Because I remember when we were potty training my youngest, we, you know, I'd go out, him, my daughter and me, we'd go out. You'd go out, you'd be in a cafe having something nice to eat. And then, you know, he'd, because he's learning to potty train, he'd want to go to the toilet about 15 times. You'd have to all go because you can't leave like a however old six-year-old she was then on her own at the table. So everyone would have to go to the toilet. People would come and clear your plates because they think you'd gone. Oh, no. You'd come back and go, oh, we haven't finished. Can you make us some more food? Then you'd have to go back to the toilet. Yeah, I think keep them in nappies till they're at school and then they yeah. can sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, another thing that SJ would have a sentence to say about. Oh, I'm she's sure. Yeah. She's like, kids come to school and well, I mean, and they, and, you know, they can't, they're not potty trained. That's a bit out of order from the parents, unless, you know, there's a problem, of course, but, you know, <laughs> can't, cover your, guys. Cover your bases. Yeah, Good like, disclaimer. Well done. There you go. Look, you, well, you know, come on. People Thing are is, sensitive these days. Every, plus, every kid's ready when they're ready. Like, like we, we did it with Jake when he was two and a half and had to like, had to go out and buy that, you know, decorating plastic sheeting. And we basically oh, put the, the telly bed. on in the lounge for a week with that on the floor and just left him in there without a nappy on. Um, and he sort of figured it out. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> that, I mean, oh, that's... set up like an American psycho. <laughs> but that is how they say <laughs> you train dogs, shit, isn't it? Instead of blood. <laughs> You train dogs by putting a full thing on, then you, you like kind of narrow it down every yeah, so often. Yeah. Like every few days, they get a smaller space to win or a smaller space, but they always go on right. the, the mats because they like somewhere absorbent to eat. Yeah, right, I'm just going to let him go for it because he's already ruined our lounge carpet by stuffing Weetabix into it. <laughs> you know, you can't get it off a bowl. Let me tell you, you can't get it out of a carpet. So he's like, we might as well just yeah save the lounge carpet, let him potty train on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just, just get, get a new, new carpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, do it, man. But then Harry, like, as soon as we started with him, he was he got the hang of it immediately. Like first day, he's like, "Oh yeah, I know what yeah, to do." I here. hear these wonders. I'm going to do a stand up wee, zip up my fly, and uh, off I go. <laughs> I won't even take my trousers all the way down to my ankles, Dad. I just pop it out, right? <laughs> but no, so I hear these stories that it takes like a week. Is that is that bit true? Or yeah, I think you got to leave a leave a week. Definitely, we did with Jake. You know, the first couple of days, uh, no. Pants I think that's on. quick. Like, I think that's a week is quick. It's like everything so, else takes ages as for, with a kid. Yeah, they get used to it after a couple of days, but then you sort of like are still expecting accidents in the sort yeah. of second half of that week. But yeah, about about a week and then you're more or less there. You'll still have accidents, but... And and so will Jackson as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good job Sarah Jane's around to look after. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things, though, as, as you're right. Um, you know, all kids are different. And to be fair to Catherine Ryan, I don't think she was saying this is the only way to do it. She was just saying that's what she'd done. Not like, like, you know, when you get certain people go, this is the only way it works. And you're like, well, that's not true. Yeah. Kids are different. Everything's mm. different. C- can I ask, what was her intentions on actually getting someone to write the article? I mean, that's just a pure bragging moment, isn't it, really? Yeah, she's apparently mentioned it in quite a few interviews and stuff. Yeah, um, but but that that is like a bragging, like hey hey hey, my kid eight months, hey uh, hey hey, like yeah, but that's like, what not- all parents do by mistake, even if you don't mean to. Like I think a lot of that happens because you just think you're so amazed by your kid doing something, I you're like genuinely- oh whoa whoa, is like is this normal? Like you're just sort of saying it like that. I think. I genuinely cannot think of another celebrity that I've ever heard tell a wonder story about their kid. Like oh my kid stopped crapping himself at eight months. Oh, uh, no, I know one, Russell Kane. Russell oh, Kane. What's, what's is, Russell Kane? He's he's really like really Gina Ford. He's well into Gina Ford, and he's he's kind of adamant that that is the only way to do it. And if you if you're not doing Gina Ford and you've got any problems, then it's your own fault because you should have been doing Gina Ford. Which I was surprised about because he's like. He seems normally a bit more kind of easygoing, but it was fascinating listening to him talk about it. And to be fair, the only one that should be doing Gina Ford is Gina Ford's partner. Yeah. Mm. I do think that. I feel like advice is great, but actually every kid is so different. There is no... You just got to... Sorry. Oh, sorry, Brad. Oh, We were having a real serious conversation and he made a shag joke and uh, it went over all of our heads. I'm disappointed in all of us. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. That's what's happened now. This podcast has tried to be serious this week. And what you've done is dragged it back to the place it was in the gutter. In the gutter. Uh, right. Sparky, have you got a new story? Um, yeah. And it's about parent bragging. Here we go. Like, it's really funny. It's all come together this week. Mum stuns internet with son's lunchbox after packing lunch, um, after packing lobster. And macaroons. Um, <laughs> she also brags Get to pack. Out. <laughs> yeah, like she obviously likes wasting money, which is what I thought as soon as I saw this headline. But she, yeah, apparently serves him uh, steak sandwiches. Um, f- steak sandwiches. She's making him for lunch. Um, the handwritten note thing's cute. I'm not going to hate on that, but like lobster, shrimp. All sorts. Uh, she, he's got a sparkling gold uh, water bottle, which he takes to nursery with him. And, um, yeah. What's that? And gout. About? He's got and gout. gout. <laughs> the youngest ever person to get gout. <laughs> See, problem is, you'll go to school, a kid like that will go to school, and then kids like mine will see them and think, easy target. <laughs> Money to be made. <laughs> They'll be having a secondary deal of that lobster. We'll take the lobster off him. I can sell that to a restaurant. Just to- They'll be like, oi, Tarquin, Tarquin. Let's do a water bottle swap. I'll swap you my Pokemon water bottle for your... Your rubbish one. <laughs> yeah, your 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 tarnished gold one. <laughs> but like, this is the thing that I see on TikTok a lot, actually, and it and it's like it's worth saying out loud because I have to say it to myself sometimes. I look and it'll be like, "This is what I feed my kid." Ah, you know, after with some music on it, and it's like a quick, fast edit in TikTok, and you end up finishing watching it, and you go, "Well." Well, Jason doesn't eat that. I can barely get him to eat like anything good at the moment. He's just all he's interested in is cake and biscuits, you know. And but, but dude, that's it, that's social media all over, isn't it? You don't yeah. yeah. Nobody posts yeah, a picture of themselves and go, "Oh, look at my love handles." Yeah, but you they, know, <laughs> they post the thirty seconds of good stuff. Yeah, not the, that uh, happened throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> the I, I, only going, good thirty seconds. Going back to what you're saying, though, Jack, is um, we did a couple of shoots uh, earlier this week, and I had to wake up really early to drive, and I didn't know. Right, I, I th- we were supposed to be doing a, a, um, a shoot in a place called Gillingham, and I thought it was Gillingham in Kent, but it turns out it was Gillingham in Dorset. Like, what kind of country do we live in that has the same? freaking name <laughs> there's, exactly. there's also, the same right. word for two different things there's also maybe. one up near me as well uh, oh for love of god anyway so <laughs> i'm like, glad you're pronouncing it properly this my way, my um, <laughs> <laughs> um so my colleagues like whilst i'm busy like you know capturing stuff on cameras like they're taking behind the scene pictures and then they show me afterwards and i'm like yeah, that can't go up on Instagram because that's surely showing my love handles. <laughs> Christ oh, almighty. So, yeah, I agree, Jack. No one's going to be putting up that crap. But 
But you see that the, with these videos, they'll like put a video like this amazing food that they give their kid. And I, like, I often see ones where it's like, this is when I make my toddler for lunch. And, you know, they're like making it up on this really cool looking plate with all different sections on it and stuff. And, um, and I think your kid doesn't eat any of that. That's all. This the video should be, this is what ends up on your kitchen floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and this is the pack of Derrily Donkers that I have to crack open <laughs> in order to get some sustenance inside them. But Jim, hearing you say that is just so reassuring because like, I've got him into these little pieces of chicken this week because I've just been so sick for the last two weeks that he's not eaten enough. And mm. so like, I've got him those Masterson's chicken oh, thingy yeah, like traders. Ma- exactly those. Yeah, yeah. Just giving him a small packet of those. And I'm I'm so happy because <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing him munch on something proteiny. Like, well, and, maybe, and it, maybe you should be making him some Kobe beef for dinner, dude. This is what you're going wrong. <laughs> it's almost like I don't care in it, Brad. But yeah. you know, I just I, I, I see that, and I think that that is something just to be said out loud sometimes, just to remind people. Because even even someone who loves the saying "Don't judge your behind the scenes on everybody else's highlight reel." Like, I love saying that as a motto when you look at Instagram. But even with food, where that's like. The thing I think is, you know, I'm so responsible for with Jackson. I get freaked out when I see these parents like giving their food or this kids all this luxury food. And I'm like, but I also think it's something you have to relearn as a parent. Like you get used to social media pre-kids and, you know, people airbrushing or photoshopping things. Yeah, with that sort of area, but not... You get used to that and then you become a parent and you're like, oh my God, these parents are doing all this. And then it takes a while to go, oh, they're just doing... Oh, they're just doing that. They're just doing like the plump lips thing, but with kids' food. Yeah. The highlight reel is out. Or or they're just being really smart when they say, this is what I make my kid. And then the camera's focused on this plate in front of you. But if you look to the bottom left on the floor, you're out of focus. You'll probably see what they really made their kid for lunch. And they're just busy preparing themselves some food. (laughs) Yeah. This is Uh, my lunch. I mean, some of that stuff looks good. I mean, she's making steak sandwiches. I mean, she can be my mum if she was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jack, do you have a news story? Uh, Yes. I'm very prepared. Where is it? Good. Right. Okay. So it's another story about a mum. Well, it's actually it's not about a mum at all. It's about a kid at school. Um, who who maybe has a mum? So well, yeah. according to the story, he has both a mum and a dad. There, um, there's the connection. I cannot I cannot comment on whether they are together as parents, but they definitely both are parents. Okay. Disclaimers out of the way. Um. So they've been noticing that this kid, he's a 14-year-old boy, he's coming home flush with cash from school. And they did a bit of digging into it. He's set up his own tuck shop at school. On his way in, he's buying, I don't know, five pounds worth of sweets, going in, selling them for double their marker. And uh, he's making a tenner a day at the moment. Uh, the only thing stopping his business growth is the size of his school bag because he can't physically fit any more sweets <laughs> in it. <laughs> uh, but the parents are disagreeing, and I thought this would be interesting to bring to the table. The parents are disagreeing about what they should do about it. Um, one parent is saying, good on him, make some money. If he gets caught, he'll get a slap on the wrist in the detention, but so what? The other parent is saying, well, the school obviously won't won't agree with this so uh, so you should really stop it right now what do you think hmm. it's time to teach him about tax isn't it like, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I mean no because he's a he's he, that's a higher rate for a kid so that's 40 percent you can take off him at the end of the week <laughs> if he's earning Calm down, 50, boris he's, he's a, <laughs> or, or time to teach him about blackmail give me 40 percent yeah. i won't tell your teacher <laughs> yeah exactly. I'll, i'm gonna set him up as a limited company you can sort this you can dodge <laughs> yeah. these, these dodgy taxes that you're coming up with uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I, I respect this kind of thing. Coming from a school where I um, was in special measures, like we, they, they closed our school down soon after I left and turned it into an academy. Like it was shite. And um, <laughs> yeah, it really was. My secondary school was terrible. Um, but the I, I set up business in my school. Me and my friend Colin, I always remember this, is like when we realised that you could record from one VCR to another VCR with the SCART cable. You record SCART to SCART, <laughs> uh, which came in the back of a skybox. And uh, yeah, we used to do porn for the gentlemen of year oh, 11. 
Like my, my big brother had a tape which I found in his room and I recorded it tape to tape and then I yeah, used to knock it out. Well, not not knock it out. I used to. Uh, and then you used to copy them. Yeah, you? that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get the gist I... of the story, boys. You get, anyway, I was making a bit of money at school. <laughs> I remember being in year 11 and someone coming around my house, one of my mates, and like bringing out of his bag this hooky porn DVD and going, shall we watch it? And I was like, yeah. So we put it on the on the PlayStation and we both sat in my room watching <laughs> porn. Like, Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? What, yeah. what are we supposed to do here? Yeah, hold on. I, I, uh, I feel a bit I, awkward here. Like, I, went and, I, like, I went and played on my Game Boy or something. Like, I don't know, it's too weird. Is that what you call it, Jack? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the weirder bit was that he stayed watching it. <laughs> Just him on his own. So I, I, I remember, like my my dad used to keep his porn stash locked away in um, uh, a suitcase, but with um, a code. <laughs> the good old days right. before yeah. the internet. Like these yeah. 16, please, 69. please say the, the yeah. I was going to say sixty nine, sixty nine has to be the case. And, <laughs> and so, like, I kind of always knew that the that the porn was stashed in there. So my cousin and I, one day, we went in there and. We tried to run through the numbers. It was only a three a three combination. So, you know, you, you could kind of get through it quick enough, but I couldn't work out one of the locks. So I put it on the floor and I smacked it with the heel of my foot and it popped open, right? And I went, oh, great. Obviously not realizing that at some point I'm going to need to lock it again. So I do need to figure <laughs> out that combination. But anyway, that aside, so we watched <clears throat> we watched the porn and it was a, a film called Crease Master. I mean, like, Oh, quality, quality, right? Quality. Come on, tell us the backstory. Come on, let's see. I, I can't remember that. I can't remember that. I can't remember. And anyway, so like years later, my dad's like, son, I'm going to show you what, what porn is, right? So he decides to show me this tape and it starts. And I go, oh, yeah, this is Crease Master. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, how do you know this? <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, uh. But the funniest I always found, and I don't know if you, you guys ever had it, like if you had like you're a group of your mates and you were watching a porn DVD, all of a sudden everyone would kind of just get their one leg over on their, on their uh, <laughs> over the other leg, you know, trying just, to not, uh, not trying oh, to show off a hard on leg. Like, like, yeah, yeah. T-shirt's like, I'm just going to lean forward a bit. Like, oh. <laughs> Why is that strawberry popping out the top of your trousers there? I love the, uh, the generational gap in this podcast. That for Sparky, it was a video and for Jack, it was a DVD. Tell us about where you found some magazines in a bush yeah, somewhere under a subway. It, <laughs> it was and cave painting. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm with the family, Jack. I'm saying let them be entrepreneurs at school. It, yeah, it, me too, man. Yeah. Lord yeah. Sugar would love it. It's a I good th- story. I think, I, think, I think that's a good a good sort of trait to harness, to be honest. If they're kids at that age trying to be an entrepreneur, then just, yeah, find a way to harness it and focus on it. It's a good thing I to mean, have. That- it is how the business world works, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. in the, you have these places where the, you, there's no competition, like on a train or something. They just shove the prices up to whatever. He's, he's yeah. learned that already. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if, you're, if you've got the monopoly on selling sweets, you can do it for a lot more than they're selling in the shop. <laughs> um, Brad, have you got a new story to share with uh, the panel? Of course I do. Of course I do. Um, all right. So this one is interesting. Headline is man sexually attracted to balloons has fifty thousand in his house. What? All right. Okay. You can always so, like Brad. <laughs> Julius has had an obsession with balloons since he was just four years old when his mom brought him one in the hospital. So for more than five decades, he's been addicted to them, uh, so much so that he has an actual balloon sanctuary in his house, packed with thousands of balloons, where he sleeps every night. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He, he, he loves them because they're beautiful, they're soft, smooth, delicate, and he has a connection with them. Intellectually, he knows that the balloons are not alive, but he also has a sexual attraction to them. So, Oh, no, this is a bit weird, isn't it? He says, um, yeah, so he said, and this is quoted, my love for balloons, it's also a sexual love. When I see a beautiful balloon, my heart starts to flutter and I get aroused. I'll take a 12 inch and I'll inflate it to 11 inch. That way it can take a lot of abuse. Oh, what uh, the hell is up with people? No, what, he's I mean, one inch dick? <laughs> you, I mean, you were complaining about Catherine Ryan 
speaking without having to speak, you know, <laughs> mentioning something that she didn't need to say anything about. Um, that bloke, he could have kept quiet. Well, yeah, probably just, not that quiet. There'd be an amount of squeaking, but he could have yeah. kept quiet. <laughs> and then popping. You know what? Yeah. You know, there's enough. I get enough enjoyment out of just playing the keep the balloon off the floor game. Like what? Yeah. What? That? You know, I don't need to I'm be not, aroused I'm anymore. I'm not tucking by, one out when yeah, I do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need to be any more aroused by balloons in the keep it off the floor game, guys. Do yeah, you uh, I, do you guys think that he he does role playing with the balloons? Those like some of them will be filled with um, helium, and you're like. And then you'll talk in like a real different voice, dirty Brad, to one of them. Brad, you thought about oh. this way too much, man. You, Brad, thought about it. You've got bet, Brad's Amazon account. Guy. He's just got a 24-pack of balloons just ordered. <laughs> Thing is, I bet this guy has a different balloon every night, you know? Uh, no, yeah. loyalty. no loyalty. No loyalty. No loyalty the, the, at all. Now, if we break this down, that guy, his connection started when he was four. Yeah, because yeah. his mum gave him a balloon. Yeah, when you, when yeah, you said that yeah. Come on, let's, let's, yeah. let's, yeah. let's Freudian so let's the step. shit. Yeah. Come on. So is anyone else thinking this might might be sort of transference of an Oedipus complex? Yeah. yeah. Well, so what we're saying is his, his, oh, his mum... I love that balloon because my mum gave it to me, therefore I love my mum. And, and I always am going to love balloons and now I'm sexually attracted to balloons because I love my mum and that care I got from my mum. I yeah. want to f*** my mum, but I can't. <laughs> so I'll just do it to this balloon. <laughs> Weird. Mm. Wow. I mean, okay, there's, that's, that's there's quite, a few leaps of faith taken there, aren't there? quite the analysis, Jack. I mean, <laughs> I, that's where I'm going with it. That's, that's what's happening. Just like, like, okay. like, like, do you think like he's got some sweet moves though when he walks into like the room of the balloons and he's like, I feel like there's a bit of an electrical attraction between us. <laughs> yes. no, yeah, but no. you know, like the balloon man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sees the balloon man uptown. Right he's like, I see you there with all <laughs> trying to entice me. As the balloon man's like, two pound fifty. I know what he does. I know what he does. He rubs the balloon on his crotch and then goes, look at the static electricity. <laughs> look what it's done. Oh, Did it say man. whether they were traditional balloons or were they shaped into animals or something like that? <laughs> okay, Jim, that's a whole new problem, actually. That's a, like a, a different giraffe thing? Um, the article <laughs> you, doesn't you stipulate... Could, you, could, you could twist it so there's a hole in it. See... Well, I was thinking, what about uninflated? Because it's more like a condom then. Like, that's where that's where my mind was A bit going. tight, though, isn't it? I don't know. That might be what he's into. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all thought about this a little bit too much. You know, this is usually what? one of them times I go, oh, enough internet. I'll just... What's it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's probably where we need to just stop and, you know, go out for a walk. Yeah, do, you, do, you think he gets, do you think he got arrested at the Bristol International... Balloon fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there, lying naked on the grass. Like, come well, for me. You say that though, Jack. He has a habit of nicking balloons from car dealerships. So, you know, when they put balloons out outside. <laughs> story goes and on. he actually does talk about it in the article. The fact that he feels like he has to save them because they've been sitting in the harsh sun all day and it's, it's destroying them. So he has to and- go past and nick them. And they're sellouts, aren't they? Working for the man, aren't they? Corporate shills. That, that, is, that is almost like prostituting itself. That, that, that is yeah. the balloon yeah. version of, of yeah, Un- prostitution. Unlike what happens when he takes them home. Oh. <laughs> and literally prostitutes them. <laughs> one place you really don't want to be a... It's- like a ring camera in someone's house. Part, part of my, my job on this podcast is to find the point where I th- we need to move on, yeah. which I'll be honest, I think I missed five minutes ago. <laughs> but there really isn't a good point to go, anyway, let's park that. And um, if you've got any problems, you know, you can go on the Dad's Net groups. And we do... We we take some questions that people have asked from that, and we try and give answers to them. Um, if you've got the balloon thing, I think probably just leave it, and we'll we, you know we might just pass over that if you do put that on. You, you but can, anything you else, can post questions anonymously, so you, you can maybe yeah. do it do it that way. Yeah. Um, uh, should we tie a knot just, in it, Jim? Tie a knot in yeah. it. Hey. Yeah, nice. Let's tie a knot in it. Let it go um, <laughs> and move on. And we will answer some big questions very soon on Loose Dads. Oh my god! I just realised the film Up. It's based on Julius. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. It's me, it's Sparky, it's Jack, it's Brad. The full team's back together. And it's time to answer some people's questions in as thorough a way as we can, which, let's be honest, disclaimer, not that thorough. But let's do it anyway. Big questions of the week. The big question of the week. Uh, so big questions of the week these are all posted on the Dadsnet groups the various ones on Facebook which is a great resource and genuinely if you're looking for support advice or just want to vent or something get on there and uh, and post away and you can post anonymously if you want to uh, this question the first one is about toys it says my kids just have too many toys it's driving me mad they're all over the living room they're taking over the house and half of them they don't even play with what can I do to thin out out the toys. Preach! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm going through that exact problem myself as well. I'm like, oh, okay, whoever this dad is, I feel your pain. Just, yeah, too many toys. Like, you, your kids are all older than us. Do you guys slowly just start throwing stuff out without telling them? Mm, well, I, Char- cherry shop run once every couple of months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, just, well, okay, sorry. Well, that's what I meant. Obviously, it's 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, no, meant no you waste. guys set them aside to be upcycled at some yes. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do a thing if they, don't, if they don't play with something and it's something that we could resell, we just go, well, if you want to get rid of that, we'll give you the money. If we, if you let us resell it, otherwise, yeah, give it to like some anything they've grown out of. We'll give to kids that we know that are younger than us, and nice. anything else, just charity shop it. Mm. If you know, there's no real value to it. That's what we do. Um, Brad, how about you? Just chuck it in the bin. Just bin <laughs> it, guys. Honestly, I, I, I've, um, I've been picked on by my folks a few times for this because they will buy the, the the boys presents and if I don't see any interest from the kids within 48 hours like within a 48 hour window that's it binned gone done and dusted the amount of times I've had conversations with the kids where they're like oh where is that toy I'm like dude that's gone ages ago ages you haven't asked for it in like a year away. Yeah. you don't even care that someone's paid money for that like you no no <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brutally, you I am. Ass, I know. I, I am. Te- honestly, even Shay's like, it's, it's a little bit harsh. I'm like, nah. Like, I, I went through that stage of toys littering the entire house. It did my head in. So I thought, I just bin them. Get rid of them. Done and dusted. <laughs> I think cool. kids work out when they've got too many toys and they just think, ha, yeah, all right. Oh, I'm just going to mash that up there. And oh, yeah, okay, let's empty that. You know, they don't even play with it. Yeah. I swear Jackson will just empty a basket of Lego and then go, ha, all right, next thing. And so, it's like... <laughs> my, my biggest, my biggest uh, tip for this, though, is if anyone wants to try it, is you've got to do the reverse Santa. So you've got to do it when they're asleep. And because if they if they cock you during the day and you're like binning like I, I mean sometimes I've been brutal I've taken a black bin bag and I've filled that son of a bitch with toys <laughs> I, and if they clock you doing that even though they haven't picked up a toy in four years they'll be like oh that's my favorite yeah, 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 yeah. so you got to do the reverse Santa oh no well. Santa came back he took these toys in the evening he needed to go and use them and redistribute them to other kids even though it's going to uh, to the um, recycling center it's just, yeah <laughs> Yeah, Been we've got a sort of similar them. similar process with uh, the artwork that they do oh, yes. either at home or the bring back and you, you just think and they say oh, I really want to keep this I'm going to put it up and everything and you think well if I just put it behind here for a week <laughs> and they don't mention it yeah. or this little bit of sculpture that they've done of that looks like a dog poo um, <laughs> if they don't mention it then we can get rid of it can go in the recycling right and yeah. it, that's, I think that's, that's a kind of right. But my boys Fairly. bring home a ream of paper every day from from nursery where they've made treasure maps, and it's the same treasure map they draw on every <laughs> piece of paper, a square with an X in the middle. So have I not got much <laughs> And then they then? roll it up. Because <laughs> I'm I'm definitely at a stage where I still want to keep all of that in a minute. Because I'm like, oh, this is oh. this is first it's his first yeah. drawing. Like, is that going to be wearing off soon? Because yeah, 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 yeah. I, I am I am so callous. I'm so callous with that. That like even if they get like a certificate, I gotta talk a little bit softer because they're going to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> even even if I get 
a certificate that they've just gotten from school. Like literally, I'll be standing there at the kitchen island and Logan will come up and say, oh, look what I got. I'll read it and he'll walk away and I'll be like, oh, that's great. Fold it up in the dustbin. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your record of achievement, man. Was, your kids are screwed when they go for a job. They're, oh, yeah. they're like listing on their CV. I swam my ten meters. I didn't. <laughs> and everyone, the employer's going, "Can you uh, can you prove this with certificates?" Yeah, yeah. My dad's got them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're frantically hey, like scribbling hey, on bits of paper. Hey, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good at Photoshop, so uh, that's I'm sure. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'll whip and, something up. <laughs> unless it's that national record of achievement everyone was told they were always going to need for every job interview and have never been asked for at all there you at go. any points in school. I've never shown it. Okay, so all right, Brad, I'm all right for. Just just chucking out a few because some of them as well like because because uh, my yeah. partner's uh, mother used to be like um, a childminder so you know it's there's some I mean there's some classics we found the other day there's an, a Barbie dolphin it is which makes a noise and it's from Mattel and it came out in 1993 and it's still like where she's been childminding so long I was like oh, hold on so I'll be eBaying a few of these things before I throw them out. I'll be just looking on eBay to see the value because that Mattel dolphin's worth a bit you know like yeah so Danny retro went toys, this, but they keep ending up here. Sorry. Danny went through this rush of wooden toys, um, and you know, really, really lovely wooden toys that the kids couldn't give two flying shits about. Yeah, yeah. But there's a huge community of parents online who love these wooden toys, and probably their kids don't give a shit about them either. <laughs> um, well, the so thing don't is, throw I those think they because they go for real good money. <laughs> They're parents to be, aren't they? Because we all had oh, that possibly, yeah. idea, didn't we? We all had that idea at one point. No like, plastic. Yeah, we'll, 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 We're having yeah, no yeah, plastic yeah, yeah. in our house. Yeah. Okay, fine. Good luck with it. See how that works out. <laughs> Guess what they that's love? Guess what everything they love? They love the chicken nuggets and the plastic. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Like, like, I'd turn to my kid now and I'd be like, why would you even consider playing with wood as a functioning adult are you ever going to spend time playing with wood here's looking at you Jack why are you what's that looks for look you can make a very lucrative side hustle out of playing with wood I do know uh, this is another question that we've got from the dad's net group serious question how old was your kid before you started getting a relatively consistent good night's sleep again not talking about every night but most nights um, oh, right. here we go I'm dropping it <laughs> Catherine Ryan f*** you six months six months with both yes. of my boys yeah. yes here we go I, okay, I'm going not for a good night's sleep. A year, I'm going to come with a year. But I dumped him in his own room and within six months, and that really was the great thing. Yeah. Well, and you and you back. get consistent good night's sleep. Like, I like every say, now and again, you might get a wake up. But yeah, dude. From yeah, yeah from we yeah we. Uh, sorry, Brad. You were way before me. Like, oh no no months. no! You no you were telling but, your story. But I agree. Like no, but at the same time, I just know. Like yeah, since when he went in his own room and he started going to sleep. I mean, I'm probably going to regret this. So, <laughs> but you know, he, once he was in his own room, he done his own thing. Like he he, I'm amazed at how well he still goes to bed now. So what what sort of uh, times does he go to sleep and get up? Okay, he goes to bed at like um, he's up early. That's the only thing. But I think that's we, we've worked out this week is because of me. So he goes to bed between. Si- you're up early, is it? Yeah, because I'm up early. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. must. Well, Sparky's up early. Yeah. Oh. I never yeah, mentioned no, it, guys, I so you won't know. But, uh, but I think he. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, he will go to bed consistently. I would say for over a year now because I only worked out it's been a year now. So um, in, he consistently goes to bed about between six and six. 45 and we'll sleep through till at least five the next morning but if it's a good day like this week he's been sleeping through to a quarter to seven and i was like this is the greatest time and he's he's just two he's He's just just turned two two in january yeah right okay so Um, jack where are you at with that then because that doesn't sound like you don't sound like a year (laughs) so i'm not here to piss anyone off jack i'm not Catherine ryan in you well my eldest is four uh, and last night I woke up to my two-year-old screaming in his room and as I tried to get up I couldn't because my four-year-old was on my shoulder <laughs> when ah. did you get in my bed <laughs> like a parrot <laughs> yes um, and so I ended up with both boys in our bed uh, which left no room for Danny so she had to go and sleep in Jake's bed <laughs> so so four years and counting four years okay. and counting for a regular okay. good night's sleep I feel like a smug tit now sorry <laughs> So anywhere from six months with Brad to four years and counting with Jack. There's your answer, anonymous. <laughs> what dad. about you, Jim? Like, how are you getting on with that? Uh, yeah, they were the first, the first year or so. They were challenging. Um, 
but but since then once once they got it yeah they're really good can't complain my son's up a little bit he's up about quarter to six uh, or six o'clock which is a little bit early for my liking but I think that's because our next door neighbour goes out just a little bit before that we don't live next door to Sparky yeah but I, like, mate I honestly do think that this week I really feel guilty yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah guys 5am I'm waking him up and but like I think what can I do what what any you know if honestly if your dad listening that gets up early in the morning as well other advice for how you stay quiet around the house because I feel like I've, I've incensed, um, installed sensor lights on the stairs so I don't flick any switches. I've like, uh, you know, I really, I, I try not to flush the toilet. I leave that for Ashley to deal with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm trying everything to stay quiet, and yet he's still so hypersensitive that as soon as I must start my engine on the on the drive, he, he wakes up and Ashley's like, so yeah. do you have, do you? Where's his bedroom compared with the front door? Or the door yeah. that you go out of. Unfortunately, my car is under, like, right underneath his bedroom, like where I start my en- engine. I think that that I think that's the actual key kicker. Well, here, here we go. To get sell your car, get yourself an electric car. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think the Mustang's helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't. It's not just him that's waking up at five. It's all the kids in that three mile yeah. radius. Oh, he was yeah. And he's also got, and he's got that kickback on on his exhaust as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, mate, what do you mean? I had the, the baked bean can installed at Alamax Power, nineteen ninety nine, mate. <laughs> yeah. No walk to work. That's yeah, that's the yeah, answer. Yeah. That's it. it sucks, but I mean, I'm really enjoying the quarter to sevens. Like what? The forty five minutes at that age, by the way. Just so you know, that as in forty five minutes. At this point just more sleep in bed feels amazing so that dad mm. that's messaged in you know it gets better slowly but surely and you never appreciate sleep more than you ever have when it does come good trust me well jack. i mean jack, jack jack's kind of pissing on your your statement there sparky because oh, yeah. it, it sounds like Jack's got no light at the end of the tunnel at the minute. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> just, just imagine when Jack. it does happen for Jack, how good that's going to feel. Oh my Jack, god, dude. four years of it. Just so you know, Jack. Oh, ja- yeah, Jack's going to Jack's going to turn up on the podcast one day with some hair growing up the top there. Be like, what the fuck's going on? Be like, getting some sleep, boys. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm that parent that's making amazing dinners for their dinner. Oh, my kid sleeps, Jack. Oh, how do you feel? There, oh, yeah. There's oh, that see, great see feeling. How easy it is. See how just easy after, it is. Just after when the newborns the first time they sleep for anything more than like an hour and a half and you you wake up and you're like whoa what's wrong i feel vaguely rested compared to how i have been and it's only like three or four hours or something like that but it's just that's one of the most amazing feelings which i never want to have again because i don't want to have any more children (laughs) but but if you could bottle that feeling you'd i think you'd make a bit of money so true man so true. Uh, so this one, last question. Our son is unfortunately moving school soon as we're moving home. His teacher's been an absolute star, a great influence in the past eight months. It's also his first year of teaching. I'd like to send him a thank you gift. What should we get him? Does, does anyone here actually send thank you gifts to nursery, school, anything like that? And he does. We we used to, I think typically before the um, pandemic, we used to, yeah, for Christmas time and all of that, we used to get... <laughs> the teachers and the teaching assistants gifts and cards um but for nursery though like to say thank you see i always think with nursery you're paying for it aren't you so it's like <laughs> there's my thank you i'm, uh, I'm giving you a feet. stack of cash so I, d- I don't know if it's just because it's my kids and what you know and the, the nursery staff have to deal with my kids and, uh, like and an what, apology. what my kids put them through yeah it's sort of like a cheers thank you please let them come next year I'm so sorry Danny like personalised them coffee cups and um, and put chocolates in them and then wrapped them in like cellophane and like she went all out Oh yeah. wow, that's impressive! As yeah, the right. partner of a teacher of um, early years, some of the presents she gets are amazing. Like she got a plant pot last year with um, w- w- a wooden plant pot engraved with a plant in it, and it said, "Thanks for helping me grow, Miss Tyler." Oh, oh no! And I was like, "That is the sweetest thing in the world." <laughs> Do you so, also find you get lots of candles? That's what yeah, I imagine. Oh, there's a lot of candles. And mate, luckily there's like a lot of boxes of chocolates which need eating because she's yeah. like, oh, I can't eat those, and I'm like, oh. I will. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there are yeah. benefits. There are benefits. I'm on the radio. I don't need to stay thin. <laughs> I'm only creating a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a tricky one, though, guys. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, it's always always beneficial to have 
teachers and recognized teachers who are a great positive influence on your children because i don't think we could you know like i don't think we appreciate how influential teachers can be for kids but at a nursery stage no i don't think i'd bother to be fair <laughs> Just, uh, I think Jim's got a point about the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my my boys didn't go to to nursery. They went only started school in reception. Um, so we used childminders up until then. Um, and uh, yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Sorry. You know when Brad had a kid come in, and it yeah. was really distracting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife's been here for like the last five minutes. She's coming in going, shh, oh, I'll be quiet, shh, shh, shh. And then she's like looking at me like a sodding meerkat in the corner of the room. <laughs> just a bit then. It's a bit funny. It's a podcast. And she's just written me a, a message. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to be engaging. I'm trying to be uh, a good a good personality uh, on an audio medium. And I've just been past a note saying, tape measure? <laughs> just, I don't know where the tape measure is. It'll be in the drawer of stuff in the kitchen. Everyone knows that. Come on, near the blue tack. Yeah, Jim yeah. says the drawer of stuff in the kitchen near the blue tack. Oh, she's checked there. She's oh, checked. oh, right. Well, All right, well, I've got... I've got work it it do, might so. be near the last thing you measured. Just remember that. If you really feel like me. Uh, Jack's bedside table. Oh, <laughs> good one. Good one. Yes, there he is. There he is. Brandon Gower, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and on that bombshell <laughs> we are back next week with another episode in the meantime we've got some jobs for you to do right these are your tasks and come is back it, and tell is us it find the on. tape measure it's one find the tape measure please if anyone could do that um Number two is to tell someone else about this podcast and make them listen to it, force them to listen to it, download it onto their phone if you need to. And then the other is to give us a nice review and a five-star rating. That would be perfect because then people would find out all about this and that would be glorious. Um, So thank you very much to Brad. Thank you. Thank you to Jack. Thank you. And thank you very much to Sparky. Thanks, gents. I'm Jim and we are back next week with Lou Stats from Dadsnet. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>